Hi, family, and welcome to Jordan's Journey Podcast, your number one resource to help you grow in life and in faith. I'm your host, Jordan Thorpe, where we talk all things your journey to becoming, becoming who God is calling you to be. So if you're ready to learn and grow along your journey, stay tuned. Hi, family. Welcome back to another episode of What's Your Journey? I'm Jordan Thorpe, and today we have a special guest with us. Her name is Lauren Porter, and I'm so happy um, that she was able to join us. Um, We had to reschedule a few times because of conflicting schedules, but she's here today. And just a little fun fact about Lauren and I, we actually went to middle school together. at uh, Greater Works Academy. So Lauren and I kind of go way back. And so I'm glad that she's able to be a part. Um, So Lauren, introduce yourself and just tell us who you are. Yeah. Hi, guys. Uh, My name is Lauren Porter, as Jordan said. Um, I currently live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I have a three-year-old going on 30-year-old son. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The joy of my life. Yeah. And um, I partly stay at home and on the weekends, I'm a freelance makeup artist. Uh, So that is me. That's what I do. (laughs) That is so fun. So Lauren, um, tell us about your journey. Like I saw you on Instagram and I'm like, okay, she is posting spiritual, uplifting people. I'm like, I want to hear about her, (laughs) like what led her um to this part of her life so can you like take us back a little bit of what led you down that road of just following God yeah absolutely so um I grew up in a religious environment my family was heavy in the church um I went to private religious schools my whole life um so always had that knowledge of God, that foundation of who he was. Um, but, you know, I also had a pretty broken home life. Yeah. Um, my father was not around. Um, you know, uh, there were different men kind of going in and out of my mother's life. So I never really had that stable home environment. And um, mm-hmm. that, uh, along with just me not really having a sense of self-worth due to other circumstances just caused me to live a pretty wild life. Um, I always battle with uh, feelings of insecurity, depression. Uh, I started going to therapy on and off when I was about 15 years old. So, um, you know, uh, that kind of led to the beginnings of a pretty wild young adulthood, Um, just kind of chasing a void, you know, you don't have Yeah, you don't know how to fill it, so you fill it with the ways that everybody else is. You party, you drink, you're smoking, you're sleeping around. I worked at uh, urban clubs, so I did Mm -hmm. bottle service for that. So I was just in um, an environment that just didn't really promote a relationship with God, more or less even addressed it. And um, I ended up uh, uh, getting into a relationship with my child's father, and we're still together to this day, uh, but... Mm -hmm. Our relationship uh, was not rooted in good soil. Um, Mm. Both were just kind of conflicted in what we wanted from each other in a relationship, uh, in our lives in general. Um, That, along with not really knowing how to be in a healthy relationship, led to um, the last part of my 20s being chaotic in a lot of ways because um, not only was I 
trying to figure out who I was and the woman I was trying to be. Um, but I also ended up getting pregnant with our son. Um, so that was a really um, unexpected event mm-hmm. that kind of began my descent into what I like to call like my black hole moment. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know who I was, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was upset at a lot of the decisions I had made in my life. Um, and though I wasn't uh, scared or upset per se that I was having a child, I was more so embarrassed by the fact that I didn't have much to give him. Um, mm. Foundationally, right? Um, you always have this idea in your head of how you think your story is going to go. Like, I'm going right. to get married. I'm going to, we're going to live like this. I'm going to have this and we're going to be happy doing this. And my life was the exact opposite of that at the time. Um, so, mm. Mm-hmm. That led to more therapy because I mm-hmm. went through uh, perinatal and postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. Um, conflicts in my relationship beginning to grow because I didn't know how to express my feelings in a way that felt heard. He didn't know how to really respond to me in that situation. Um, yeah, I had lost my job prior to my pregnancy. Um, I was doing makeup, but that wasn't bringing in any money. Mm -hmm. Everything was in an array. So Mm -hmm. um, my descent before my encounter with God. Those are usually signs that (laughs) God is trying to redirect you and to a different path. Like when things, I remember that point, numerous points where like things are just like, what's going on? And it was like, okay, God's calling me over here. So I definitely can relate. Yeah. Yeah. And at the time you're so stuck in trying to do things your Your way, way. you don't even realize, right? Um, Yeah. So after the birth of my son, I fell into the, what what would we call it now? Like that love and light movement, right? The manifestation movement, the law of attraction and you know, the, the affirmations, I like went like waist deep yeah. into to this because I was still looking for, I'm like, there, there has to be some relief from this. I, I, I did. I refused to believe that it was just me going through a depressive episode again I, I, right. because the attack felt different, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you go through personal struggles in your life and you go through really hard moments that try you and it's like something inside of you knows eventually you'll get over it. Yeah. Or you'll get through it. But I was at a point where there was just like no relief on any side. And um, I kind of lived life like as a zombie, you know, for almost two years. And um, uh, around the end of October, well, 2019, Mm -hmm. I went to the hospital due to just some health issues I was having. And I found out at that appointment that I was five weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh where I was in my relationship at the time and just where I was personally that it, it broke me it was the straw that broke the camel's back mm-hmm. because I had nothing like you know you you I, I just had no willpower I had no strength like I mm-hmm. mentally I was like struggling with being a mom which mm-hmm. I had a support system around me but when you when you internalize those feelings of failure or those feelings of not uh, being who you're expected to be, like it, it doesn't matter who kind of supports you. If you can't see that light at the end of the tunnel, you know, it breaks you. Um, yes. Definitely. So fine. So finding out I had another child on the way um, 
it broke me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know how to feel. I just yeah. knew that at that point I didn't feel ready. And uh, I went through all these emotions. Uh, our relationship at that point had ended for some time. Mm-hmm. And um, in an emotional state, I made a decision to terminate my pregnancy. Yeah. And that was the moment where I was just wracked with so much guilt and shame and just disappointment in myself that I found myself one night. And at this time I had moved back in with my parents. So I'm in my mother's basement, literally crying out to God. Mm. And um, it, it sobs like a deep, nasty cry, you know, you needed that. You needed it. And we I, need it. Yeah, Jordan, I remember being on a bed, it's pitch black in my room. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can't. I don't I don't know what to do. And it's like, I know you're here, but I don't feel you. Like if if you're here, God, if this is really who you are, like please, like because I I don't think I can make it anymore. Yeah. And um that began that that transformation process. And, you know, I, I realized at that point, just starting out my knowledge of who God was, who Jesus was, his position in my life, I realized how much I didn't really understand, right? right. Um, you kind of grew up being educated about God. You know, there's like heaven, you know, there's hell, you know, there's Jesus, you know, he died. But yeah, I think- um, How does this apply to me in my life right now? Right. What I'm going through. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times you're not taught about a relationship, especially growing up in a, yeah. a, a Christian school. You're not taught about relationship with God. You're taught about the law of God. Right. Yeah. And you start to relate. Which is religion. Because relationship it's, with God is going to look different for everybody because he created us differently. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, that was my first time understanding what a relationship with God meant and I can honestly say from October of 2019, October, November of 2019, literally till, <laughs> I mean, up just that 2020 COVID was like a year that the, the pandemic happened and like so many things were devastated in the process. And for some reason, that time, that, that idleness having to be home, like, not really being able to uh, get out and about and interact with people. It forced me into this intimate space with God. And when people talk about like, you know, time, like a a day to us is a thousand years to God. And and this is, you don't living through what I call like, it's my rebirth, right? Um, Mm. Last year in and of itself, I experienced the power and the strength and the peace of God in a way that I never had in my life. How did you, you know, experience it? Just, um, you know, I, the, the term like just, uh, you know, when your spirit, when you're, when you're filled with the spirit or you're walking with the spirit, I, I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit, mm. you know, um, it started with, you know, okay, I'm doing devotionals from the U Bible app, right? Cause I'm like, I need to start somewhere. I don't even right. know how to begin reading my Bible right. and then finding, um, different pastors through YouTube, like Dr. Miles Monroe was instrumental mm-hmm. to <laughs> Like a lot of the foundation of um yeah 
know, my relationship. Yeah. He's great. Like he's just, he's so wise on top of like, just really like digging deep into the Bible and trying to stay yeah. as true to interpretation as possible. But, um, it just my prayer life increased, which before I would pray, you know, dear God, thank you for this. I pray, you know, for protection over this, this, that, amen. But like just hour long prayer devotionals, just listening to worship music and, 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 and just the in way communion. it like you're in communion with him. And that's different. Yeah. Then it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just, um, I could feel his presence. And that's mm-hmm. something that I realized I never had before. That's what I was looking for. Right. When you try to fill that void, um, with, there's a saying that's like, everybody's looking for a spiritual answer, but you know, a lot of, a lot of people don't realize that's what they're trying to feel. Like your when your spirit is, 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 not in line with God's will. When you, when you're not seeking God, there's like an emptiness, a thirst, if you will, that there's just nothing can satiate it. And it wasn't until it was me and him. And I finally like, like got in my word, prayed, devoted time to praise and worship that I had that feeling of peace in my spirit that no substance could give. Right. Mm. You have Jesus is the living water, right? And and that's I understood that in a way with just how he yeah. transformed my thinking and my heart. And that led to um not my ministry per se, because I, I even with my my lifestyle page, like I'm still a makeup artist. That's my career, but um I know that my ministry can be in the women that I run across, but in regards to an online presence, it's just similar to, you know, Jordan's journey, you know, there's women that can resonate with your story. And, um, yeah, God put such a fire in me that it like made me just want to share just for the love of who he is and how he's taken care of me and how he's been there for me just to kind of put that out there. Right. Somebody can come across it and it influences them. And, um, that's a shortish version of my story. No, that's really good. And and the thing with ministry, I think ministry is is a lifestyle, you know, something that we walk in every day and it just happens yeah. to spill over to our family and the people we come encounter with or social media, you know. But so it can be any type of anything. Right. And um, that's just, thank you for sharing that. And I know like a lot of time, I always heard the saying like when, when you're down to nothing, God is up to something and like just hitting that rock bottom. And it's like, we need to hit it. Like I remember hitting my rock bottom. But when, when I came out from that, it changed the whole trajectory of my life and what I was doing. So at the same time, it's like so painful, but it's so needed. Like you needed that to experience the presence of God, what you're experiencing now. And um, yeah, that's just, that's just so amazing. So 
you have your lifestyle page. Your where, yeah. where, where do you feel like you're headed with ministry, and what where do you want to go? Where is God leading you with that? Yeah, you know what, Jordan, I always felt that He placed in me a gift of discernment, and women, young women, seem to be the trajectory of who I'm supposed to connect with and talk to. Um, yeah. I, my plan was never to kind of, I, I don't want to be the person walking across the stage, giving the speeches, right? I want to be that voice that can penetrate the heart of that girl that's going to be at the club tonight. That's going to be doing things. She knows she's not even deep down comfortable with to try to achieve what someone may call success or position or status in the world. Um, with my ministry, especially like talking about, you know, getting back into doing makeup full time as my career, I come across so many women. And so many and young women at that who are probably on their way to the club or <laughs> somewhere, yeah. somewhere in the stories, you know, um, I don't know what it is, Jordan, but I've always had this type of, relationship with people people tell me all their business you know what I mean like they just feel at peace like kind of venting to me and before I even gave my life back to God just there were so many times where women could be so vulnerable and raw and emotional with me you know while we're in this this period of time where I'm you know getting them ready to like step out and face the world with a brave face like with makeup I knew that my heart was there for a reason. Like I knew that I was having these experiences for a reason. So um, with Lifestyle by Lauren, it's just more so, you know, just showing my day-to-day life and and being honest about my walk in faith. I still consider myself somewhat of a baby Christian. I'm maturing in my faith, but so many times the people we see online seem two together. That to me personally, or you feel like there's no way my story would resonate or oh, they're just trying to, you know, to, to get me to like this or share this. But I believe in just showing my everyday life, how I run my business, how God's helped me run my business, how God's changed my, my parenting style, how God's infiltrated my relationship. That's something that I believe young women, young black women in particular need to see, because I still know who I was before. So I can't condemn anybody or judge anybody for any decision they made that I've walked through. If anything, I want you to know, sis, is better on the other side. And right. giving your life to God doesn't mean you lose uh, something negative per se. I think a lot of people think a Christian or somebody who loves Christ is um, someone who walk stiff, you know, doesn't have a personality, doesn't like go through regular struggles. And that's not the thing. So if I can be that, that big sister type or that person that someone sees my life and sees how I love God and sees how uh, he's worked through my life, they'll see that like, he feels the same way about them too. If that, does that make sense? It's just kind of, yeah, I just, I and so if a young girl was listening who was kind of like, what is it, battling, straggling the fence, yeah, you know, just kind of like, I don't know about this God thing, but still doing what they want on this and that, but just kind of 
unsure, what would you say to her? Mm, That's a good one. You can be unsure, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody has their journey, but God is so sure about you. Mm. So, so sure that before you even took a breath, before your generation even came to pass, he made sure that whenever your heart was ready to cry out to him, that your ticket was paid. You, 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 you were already saved. You were already redeemed. You're, you were already valuable. And don't think because you're not living how you feel you should be living that God doesn't see you as, as being completely, completely um, just capable of anything. You know what I mean? That he doesn't see you as perfection. He made you in perfection. So, you know, you, you can run if you want to, I I can't change your steps, baby girl, but let me tell you something. Yeah. When that whisper is just in the back of your mind telling you to pray or if something's telling you to put on that that gospel song or if something's telling you to watch that video, it may be him just trying to speak to you and you just follow that intuition and just know you may not be ready now, but God's never not ready for you. That's right. Never not ready for you. Never not ready for you. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Um, that was just so insightful. And I know that's going to encourage and inspire um, a lot of our listeners. And so we always do a journey takeaway at the end of each episode, just like a takeaway that you would want to leave um, our family who listens to the podcast. Uh, what what would you want them to take away for their journey? One thing that I would want any lady listening to take away is that you will always be precious to God. You are a daughter of the King and there is literally nothing that you could do that would make him love you less. Mm. And um, he's our father and it's, it's easy to kind of put this earthly, you know, definition on that. But when you're crying, he's there. When you're sad, he's there. When you're happy, he's there. When you need advice, he's there. When you need direction, he's there. He's the ultimate father and never, ever, ever be ashamed to show him who you are and how you feel. He needs that. He needs that so he can begin that work in you. So just don't ever think you are not precious to God. That That's the only thing you'll ever be to him. Mm. So, <laughs> that's. I don't know. That helps me. That helps me. Hopefully that's going to hit. <laughs> that, somebody helped that is so good. Thank you so much, Lauren, for sharing. And um, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Again, my name is Jordan Thorpe. And make sure you like, comment, subscribe, leave us a positive review um, for the podcast and follow us on our new Instagram page at Jordan's Journey Podcast underscore. We have um, stay updated. We have some giveaways coming. And thank you so much for tuning in. God loves you so much. Bye. Thanks, Jordan. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by this episode. For additional resources to help you grow in life and in faith along your journey, visit jordansjourneycoaching.com. Until next time, God loves you so much, and so do I. Bye.